Join Erica Busserhaney, international psychic medium and host of Whispers from the Heart Radio. Listen as she interviews some of the best psychics, mediums, holistic practitioners, authors, speakers, and paranormal experts in the country. Radio for your heart, mind, and spirit. Sundays at 9 p.m. CST at Listen Live at ColdCasePsychic.com. Hello, guys. Welcome to Whispers from the Heart Radio. Um, I'm excited about our guest tonight, and this our guest. We have two guests on uh, on the show tonight. Um, in this time where the world is going through all of these emotional and spiritual um, just problems in general, it's good to have some type of help or map to kind of raise your consciousness and make some breakthrough changes in your life and others. So they have created uh, a book and some concepts that they're going to talk to us tonight about. Um, I want to welcome to the show uh, Alan David Reed and Tani Wolf. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Erica. We're happy to be here with you. Hey, Erica. Lovely to talk with you today. I love accents, so I'm already, Tani, I'm already just loving that accent. Um, and just let everybody know um, what the title of your book is that you have uh, co-wrote together. It's called Introducing the Ten Terrains of Consciousness, Understanding Yourself, Other People, and the World. Yeah, and in, what it's in giving this, us is an Oh, go ahead. Well, it's giving us an understanding of our spiritual journey uh, back to ourself. It's helping us to understand the paradigms that different people are looking at the world from so that we can help uh, each other learn about each other and, uh, and communicate more effectively. And that is kind of really interesting and great that we have this tool um, in this time right now where uh, there is a lot of love and some chaos in the world. But I think it's interesting, you know, we talk about the paradigm of looking uh, at something, someone in the mirror and not liking them or not liking aspects of them and how that reflects what you don't like about yourself. So I would imagine something like this would allow you to be very introspective as well and make the changes that you would need to be a better person, as you said, understand yourself, understand other people, and in some way understand the world and maybe uh, do some help in the world. So that's great. Um, I will let you guys give your own background because Alan and Tani, uh, <laughs> I could write a book on your backgrounds. We'll start with you, Alan. Tell us a little bit about your background. Well, I have uh, a very background in the sciences, and I've also been a mystic and a searcher of uh, the Gnostic arts. I was raised in uh, the state of Washington when I was younger and uh, was pretty much opened up and enlightened by California uh, to start my early teens, and there was no trees, there was no forest, there was no nature, and so I, I really saw my path in this life was to integrate civilization and nature, and that set me on an entire course of studying all the sciences, all the religions, basically everything this planet had to offer to really come to the deeper truth of, of who we are and how it is we've become so far from ourselves and disconnected from the source of our hearts and, and life. And Tony, and journey, uh, I, go ahead, I'm sorry. In that journey, I have studied, uh, I've been a Silicon Valley entrepreneur, I've been an architect, a builder, I've, I've really gone through uh, many different professions, all of them 
substantive process to to get to this point. And as I look now back on it, it was all preparation for this. But at the time, it was just seemingly like I was just going from place to place trying to find myself. But that's that's part of this journey we're on is, is coming back home to ourselves and learning who we are and, and why we're where we're at. Uh, most definitely. And then, Tani, um, the same thing with you. I mean, you're a wordsmith, you're a screenwriter. Tell us about you and your Oxford scholar. Uh, give us a little bit about your background. Well, I'm an Australian, and that's why we're actually speaking to you today from Australia, a beautiful part of Australia near Byron Bay. Um, and Alan came here many years ago to meet me. We, we originally were in a romantic relationship, but now we're just colleagues. That's how he ended up over here in Australia with me. And I've had a pretty varied background as well. Um, you know, I, I started down a more conventional path, started my life as a lawyer, and then went to Oxford and did my master's in law. But because I came from a family where my mother was very spiritually awake, I grew up doing a lot of spiritual practices, and I always had a very alternative perspective, but I was in a very mainstream world. And I was always really curious about what was underneath the differences in all the people around me. Because I had some very mainstream people, I had some very open people, and they all saw the world completely differently. So as I journeyed through my life, I became a screenwriter. I wanted to write movies because I love to understand people. And then I studied lots of different systems to understand humans and you know, worked with coaching people. And I, um, I had a long journey to recover from chronic pain for my own personal journey with my health. And I became a Feldenkrais practitioner and went to work with people's bodies. And all of this just gave me more and more exposure to people from different countries, different kinds of walks of life, different terrains of consciousness. And, and what I re came to realize was that underneath people's personality differences and their childhood wounding and their spiritual differences, there was actually a difference in, in the core way they were relating to reality. And so when Alan and I came together initially as a couple, he had this kind of scientist, mystic brain, and I had this kind of psychology, relationship, human dynamics brain. And we both came together and we were asking the same question over and over. What is really underneath the differences between people? What is underneath, the, the, what is really causing the conflict in the world and, and all the things that are playing out on this planet? And we started to see that actually the paradigm that people are coming from, their core relationship to reality, which is essentially where they're at at this point of time in their spiritual journey, was really what was under it. And so we just started working on that and talks about it, discussing it, and, and over a number of years developed this model. And both of us have found that it's really explained the questions we were asking. For Alan, it's helped him understand what's happening on the world in a macro sense and politically and historically and economically. For me, it's helped me understand my own personal journey spiritually and also uh, the differences between people in my family and my friends. So, yeah, it's given both of us a lot of answers. That's why we're so excited about it, and we'd love to share it with other people. Okay, and y'all can go to tinterrains.com if you would like to look at, uh, definitely check it out. We're going to talk about the website and the book and the different quizzes and the videos and just a lot of free stuff that is available at tinterrains.com. Um, I also want to just say that I like the symbolism that you guys have created for uh, the ten terrains. Um, I like the matter, the faith, the will, the order. And guys, you can check that out on your web or on their website. But there's just the symbolism and the words that reflect them. Of I guess of the ten terrains is very interesting. So guys, get the book so you definitely will be able to learn. Um, you know, I, I think that she mentioned a lot of things, especially with the psychology and the science kind of going together to help everyone um, co-create their life and also, you know, make some changes that are very necessary to yourself in the world. Um, and I do like that they pointed out that, you know, sometimes people come into your life 
and they might start as romantic relationships or friendships and things of what nature, but spirit also puts people together to create some wonderful stuff like this. So um, I think that's really great that y'all created this to help the world, so congratulations and kudos for that. Um, so we're going to just get into the whole subject. What is, or what is the Ten Terrains model? Well, in, in a nutshell, it's the model of our spiritual evolutionary journey. We are, to start with, indivisible infinite consciousness. The entire universe, all universes, every subatomic particle and everything in between are all of one consciousness, and we are of that, we are that. And so it is from that that we find ourselves separated by degrees, depending on how much charge we're holding, how much trauma we're holding in our bodies, in our field, in our past life, lifetime uh, after lifetime, uh, through our genetic lines, our programming, our conditioning, all of this contributes to where we're sitting amongst these terrains. And to just make the point that at 10terrains.com, and I should spell that for the listeners, T-E-N-T-E-R-R-A-I-N-S.com, we do have this uh, continuum of icons which do tell the entire story to your subconscious in but a moment. And it is a spiritual model at its heart. Uh, this work really was revealed to us by Tani and I both having very complementary skills and talents and perceptions. Spirit really brought us together to have this work come up between the masculine and feminine and between our, our two viewpoints of the world, and we really do represent a very wide understanding. So this is something that I feel that life, nature, spirit, the divine is really bringing to the world at this time, and we're quite excited and, and very honored to have that opportunity. And, and really how we see the Ten Terrains is it's really a map, and it's a map that helps you, helps you understand where you're at right now at this particular point in your journey and the unique challenges you're facing right now and the actual spiritual lessons that you're here to learn at this point in your life and also the gifts that you're here to bring because there's always a higher reason why everybody's at the terrain that they're at there's usually gifts that we need to give and offer the world at that particular point in time. And so it's a map to help you see where you are, but it also can help you see where other people are relative to you. And they may be actually seeing the world in a dramatically different way to you because they're at a different terrain of consciousness. And so instead of being frustrated by that or trying to ask them to wake up or grow or change, you can actually come to understand them and hold really deep compassion for the people in your life. And at that point, we start to find that people can get along so much better and a lot of the conflict falls away because with, with understanding can really come compassion. Awesome. Um, I think it's interesting that you chose the word terrain. Um, was there a reason that that particular word was chosen? Uh, yes, it is a very precise word. Uh, when we look at the idea that this entire creation is a fractal, each iteration of this fractal has a foundation to it, which, which, which is the technical word terrain. Uh, you can look at the land, and there's different terrains on the land. You can look at our body and our intestines. There's different terrains in our, in our intestines that uh, need to be maintained. But there's also terrains in consciousness. And the word terrain, as I've really investigated the depth of it, is the conditions upon which something manifests. And so in our gut, if we have an acidic or an alkaline gut, we're going to manifest different uh, results. If we have different uh, soils and different you know, conditions out in the landscape, we're going to manifest different kinds of plants and trees. Well, the same thing is true with our consciousness. If we have different you know, uh, operating systems, if you will, or paradigms that are 
causing our, our perceptions, our values, our beliefs to come forward, this is really the fundamental underneath it all. And this fundamental of terrain is, is really built on the charge of, you know, even the physics of it, the charge bundle, the, the conditions that you're holding in yourself uh, that, that bring about this particular combination of, of uh, I could use the metaphor molecules that create the terrain of which you're growing your life from. And in a sense, people do create their reality based on the terrain of consciousness that they're at. People make very different choices about the kind of work they do, the kind of activities they do, the kinds of people they resonate with, the kind of healing modalities they resonate with. There's very clear patterns of how people think and behave and operate at each of these ten terrains. And it really is like the deepest cause of a lot of the stuff that we're going through, but most of us are unaware of it. So once people start to learn about this, they go, oh my God, suddenly things make sense. I can understand why I'm having very different experiences than I was 10 years ago, or I'm drawn to working with different kinds of people than I was 10 years ago, or I'm doing very different kind of work than I was 10 years ago. Because people's terrain of consciousness can actually change and shift as they grow and evolve. And so that completely changes the kind of life they're living. Okay. So, like, in a situation with what we kind of have going on uh, in the world, I I don't want to kind of dwell into America's issues, but let's just talk about um, maybe another subject. Like, um, I'm trying to think of something. What would be an example of, I guess, a terrain that someone would be suffering with right now? Um, Just an example. Well, we, we can see suffering really across all the terrains, but as one becomes more expanded and really comes back to their infinite self, that suffering becomes less and less because the, the victim consciousness, the charge, the separation perception becomes less and less. So you become more and more self-aware, self-responsible, and really in the power of your creator self. So Suffering does occur across the terrains, and that we have created a series for the COVID uh, pandemic across the world. And, and from that, you can see uh, on YouTube uh, these videos that will show you how each terrain is responding, because they do have a particular lens, like colored glasses, through which they're seeing this event. And so some are suffering more than others, but to some degree, they're all having reactions. And it's really important to understand where each terrain is coming from uh, so that those in your world, your family, your friends, your, you know, those you relate with, um, can be, you can speak with them and have compassion for them and communicate more effectively because they're all really in their own world. They're in their own language. They, they have their own, really, the parallel universes. So by knowing these, you can... Um, help each other by, you know, being more compassionate. Eric, would it be helpful for me to go through the terrains to give you guys a bit of a sense of what it actually really means? Sure, let's go through the terrains. Yeah, I'll just do it super quickly because otherwise it can be sort of, it sort of sounds really abstract until to work, explain a little bit about each one. Um, the, the first one and the last one I won't, I won't really bother with because you're not going to really meet people at those terrains, but I'll just say that they're the, the most contracted and the most expanded. So the first one, the matter-based terrain particle, might be someone in, you know, in caveman prehistoric times who's coming purely from a fear-based response to life, coming from instinct without much thought, in, in pure fear-based reaction moment to moment. 
Um, and so the terrain after that, we call that the faith-based terrain radial. This is a terrain where someone has 100% given their power over to something outside of themselves. So it's a very fundamentalist terrain. Think someone like a suicide bomber who's just 100% following what he's told to do by a priest or by a spirit without any choice of the matter because they, they feel that their entire safety depends on following those rules, following those dictates. There's not many people at that terrain in the world at this point in time. The terrain after that, the will-based terrain, pyramid, you can see those of you who are looking on the website, tenterrains.com, the icon for this is a pyramid, and there's a dot at the top. Because someone at this terrain is really coming from scarcity mentality, and they're feeling like the world is an unsafe place. I've got to gather as much power and wealth as I can to myself to protect myself and use my will to manipulate other people in order to stay safe because it's a kind of Wild West mentality. You know, whoever's got the quickest gun will stay alive. Um, and so a lot of the power wrangling that we've seen throughout history and the building of empires and domination have come from this terrain. But there's also just your average guy on the street who's in a very victim consciousness state, doesn't want to follow any laws, living moment to moment for instant gratification. They're also coming from the pyramid of this terrain. The next terrain, the order-based terrain square, you'll meet a lot of people at this terrain. It's, it's a large numbers in our society. The country that we're in right now, Australia, is actually still at this terrain. I'd say America has moved past it, but there's still a lot of people at this terrain. This is the terrain where people start to come together as a civilization and care about the common good of the majority. People want to conform, they want to fit into the society, and they believe that their safety comes from being part of a system, part of a well-oiled machine of law and order and, and rules and societal norms. And at this terrain, people will follow authority, they'll do what they're expected to do, they'll play their part in the system without really questioning too much because they're really wanting to contribute. And then the terrain after that, the reflection-based terrain diamond, at this point in their journey, somebody is really thinking, who am I outside of what society tells me? So someone at Diamond is all about their own unique expression, striking their own path, innovation, pushing over the square into the diamond, like expanding thinking. There's a lot of spiritual seeking at Diamond. There's a lot of personal growth at Diamond. And it's all about identity. I'm going to decide who I am. I'm going to choose my gender. I'm going to choose my path in life. Um, it, it's a very individualistic, expansive terrain. And then the terrain after that, the connection-based terrain circle, because these each expand upon the previous one. So someone shifts from diamond to circle, it's really a shift from head to heart. So someone at circle is very connected in a really visceral sense. They're connected to the web of life, to the animals, to unborn children, to ancestors, to future generations, to other people, to the earth. And it's very much a, a terrain of collaboration, connection, like raise everybody's lifeboats and make, it, make sure everybody's cared for. And it's, a, it's often a terrain of deep emotional work and very much the feminine and expression of the feminine. And then the terrain after that, the coherent space terrain spiral, some of your listeners may relate to this terrain. This is the terrain where someone has shifted from circle into spiral. They've gone from a connection to the web of life to a connection to the multidimensional cosmos. And at spiral, someone is really paying attention to all iterations of themselves, their mind, their heart, their higher self, their higher knowing, their past lives, their genetic line. And, and they're all about coming into coherence. What is bringing me into coherence in every moment? And so they're always looking for what resonates for me at this moment in time. They're doing very deep inner work. The inner journey really starts at diamond and it deepens its circle. And, and by the time it's a spiral, someone is really believing that I create my own reality. Everything I see in the, in the world is a reflection of myself. They're doing a lot of shadow work and forgiveness work and really coming into coherence on all levels of their being. 
And then the terrain after that, the fractal-based terrain, toroid, the shift here is someone comes to a really collective understanding of the highest good that's playing out for everybody. And, and they're no longer really working on specific energies and frequencies. They're, they're really seeing that the playing out of the quantum field and the interconnectedness of all things. And therefore, they're in a place of really deep trust. And a lot of the spiritual teachings, a lot of the deep scientific truths that have dropped in over this millennia have come from people at toroid, at this terrain, where they're really tapped into truth. And they're coming from a deep place of trust. And then the terrain after that, the unity-based terrain, infinity, and you will, you will meet people at this terrain, there's just very few of them, maybe 0.1% or something, but they do this. This is the terrain where you might call someone enlightened. They're really coming from a place where they're embodying oneness. It's not just a concept, it's not just something they've done in an in a ayahuasca meditation, like they, they actually are fully embodying oneness. They're in a state of surrender to the divine, they're acting from divine will in every moment, they're very surrendered. And they're really just showing up in the world without any attachment, without any agenda. They're just showing up as a witness. And then the very final terrain, which again we just put in as a bookend, because you're not going to meet people at this terrain, the void-based terrain of no-thing, the symbol is no-thing. This is people who've expanded even beyond that, and they no longer even, they're not, no longer even have any charge around beliefs like food and water and matter and space and time, and, and they're immortal. So you think of ascended masters, beings like that, but no longer even needing physical form. Um, and so that's kind of like the map of how we evolve from matter-based through to void-based. And everybody is at a specific point along that journey. And you may stay there for a lifetime. You may stay there for six months. You may stay there for 20 years. It doesn't matter. Wherever you are is really perfect right now. How does one find out what terrain they're at? Well, we have a very uh, simple and uh, straightforward quiz. You can go to the website at 10terrain.com slash quiz, and there are links from the homepage. What this quiz will do in about five to ten minutes is give you a very good perspective on where you're sitting. And when we want to know who we are, the journey begins to understand where we are. By understanding where we are, we're able to see what we're to learn at this point, what gifts we're to give, what challenges we're facing, what lessons we're experiencing. And these are the fundamental beginning points to really self-discovery because you can't go anywhere from that point until you really have that point learned because this is a, a university, Earth University as it's often called. Uh, this, is, this is your point, this is your classroom, and this is your beginning point to knowing who you are. And if you go to tenterrains.com, you can also uh, click a link that says Meet the Terrains. It will show you the breakdown of the train as ta- the trains as Tani went over um, and give you some clarity, um, some more clarity, uh, map- the mapping process, and just a lot of different other information um, talking about the journey, how this program can help you. Um, I also want to know, so is it very difficult for a person to change their terrain? Erica, before I answer, I just want to jump in and say one quick thing about the last question. That when, when someone does the quiz, we actually have a report that you can get. It's about 40 pages, and it's really detailed, and um, it, it shows people exactly where they're at at that point in their journey. So it can show them if they're currently, say, at diamond, or if they're diamond moving to circle, and it will show what the difference is and really what the challenges are they're facing and, and, and the lessons that they're there to learn at that point in their journey and also the gifts they're there to give, to give. So we really recommend that people get that report if they take the time to do the quiz because that's really where all the juicy stuff is. Yeah, the report well, is guys, from that point out. 
Go ahead. Yeah, the report is written from, from the point you're at looking out, and we also recommend getting the book, which is available online at all booksellers and, and bookstores. That will give you an understanding more generally in, in a comprehensive way of the entire model. So between the two, you'll get a very good sense of yourself and really how you're fitting into the world at this time. So if you go to timterrains.com uh, and scroll down at the kind of the bottom of the website, you can watch a two-hour video, uh, the bird-eye overview of the Ten Terrains. Uh, there is a link also to purchase the book, and most definitely do the Ten uh, Terrain Quiz. It is something that um, will, again, give you a printout, guys, and that would be very helpful for you to kind of get where you are. With so many people kind of trying to shift their consciousness, most of us becoming awakened in some form, like I said before, you know, with the COVID, with the just state of the world right now, there are people that are looking for different avenues of help. Uh, this seems, I like it because it kind of reminds me of, you know, some of the psychology hierarchies of, of basic needs and just a lot of different things that I've learned over the years. So I like that it is a process of growth and it kind of gets you to let you see where you are at this time and allow you to progress. Um, kind of like a pyramid. Um, so I would recommend you guys go to tenterrains.com. Uh, the information for those that are listening will also be in the description of this show. So if for any chance you um, you know can't find the link, just uh, give me a call or a message and I'll send it to you. Um, so let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, she went over the symbols and the levels. Um, so uh, let's see, finding out my... How, how can, uh, you know, like say I'm in a relationship and I'm looking to find out where my partner's terrain is. How would I do that so I could help my partner and help them understand themselves? Well, that's, that's a question we're asked all the time. Thank you. Uh, one thing I would like to say uh, just to your other question and then that will answer this question as well you really are where you are because you have a certain learning to do at this point. So to change from one terrain to the next, you really are working with your higher knowing, allowing that to happen because as you learn what you are to learn, just like a rubber band relaxes itself back to itself, uh, you will come back to your infinite self automatically. And so with relationships, you've got two people that may be at the same place or at two different places. And by understanding what their challenges are and what their work should be done, you can uh, help each other, you know, and understand each other more clearly because you're, you're looking at the world through different glasses. And in terms of how you can find out your partner's terrain, I mean, obviously the easiest way is to get them to do the quiz. Um, and so we always say to people, look, just get your husband to do the quiz or get your father to do the quiz. But if they're not open to that, obviously that's more challenging. So at that point, really the best thing to do is to start to educate yourself about the Ten Terrains model. Read our book, watch as many videos as you can. We're um, in the process of putting together an online course, which will make it a lot easier for people to do that. And after a while, you start to get a feeling. You may not always be accurate, but at least the fact that you're asking that question 
and you're really listening to the other person from that from that question, like, wow, maybe he's actually at a different terrain to me. Maybe his whole basis for safety in the world, is what makes him feel safe, is actually very different to mine. Maybe his relationship to his own infinite self is different to mine. Even just sometimes asking that question can dramatically change the dynamic in a relationship. And of course, as you get more accurate with it, you will be able to tell which terrain they're at or, or talk them into doing the quiz and then you'll know for sure. And that really helps because once you know which terrain you're both at, you can speak in a language that will be a lot easier for them to understand, especially if you're quite an out there person or you're at a very expanded terrain and you're working in a very esoteric way or in a deeply spiritual way in your own life and maybe you have more mainstream people around you who don't understand you and are judging you. Once you understand where they're coming from, really in their own terrain and the gifts of that, it's actually a lot easier to be around those people, to relax around them, to have compassion, and to speak in language that they will understand. So basically, having uh, an understanding, a, a stronger sense of empathy, um, you know, these terrains will allow you to, to kind of walk in their moccasins, to kind of see it from their perspective, so that you can understand how to better communicate, how to better engage um, I think that that's really, really good for this time, especially um, with people that are different. You know, husbands and wives are different. Friends are different. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about can a country can can a country have a different terrain? Yes, actually, before, before we answer that, I just want to say one thing about what you just said. We've actually had some people who've watched our, our YouTube series about the coronavirus and how different terrains are responding contact us and say thank you, that really helped me because I'm actually in isolation at the moment with someone who sees this so differently and it was driving me crazy and now I understand because I've recognised which terrain they're at and, and they're having a lot less conflict so it definitely can help in this particular era in history where so many people are locked in with people who are not necessarily seeing the world the same way to have that understanding, definitely. Yeah, so the, the country really is the sum total of all of the individuals that make it up each individual has their own terrain, and that terrain is, a, as I mentioned, a bundle of charge, a bundle of dimensions. So when you add all of the country together, you get what we call a prevailing terrain. And that prevailing terrain will fit somewhere along the continuum as well. In the case of the U.S., it's just moving now away from the, the valley of diamond uh, just to start its journey up the mountain to circle. And what that means is that when you come into a terrain, uh, you basically rest in what we would call the valley of that terrain to really be deep into what that terrain has to teach you and what work there is to be done. But as you start your journey, as, as spirit brings you to the next point in your evolution, you start this journey up a mountain because there is work to be done to start getting going. You can't just move straight away. There's, there's a lot of, of inertia that has to be overcome. And you, you begin this journey up the mountain to get to the top of it. And then you can see the, the terrain beyond, in which case you then start to accelerate in your, your growth and evolution towards it. So there's, there's a, a bit of a time to get started. And the U.S. is just now, because of this COVID uh, lockdown, having to take pause and in the reflection-based terrain diamond were busy doing, doing, doing as everybody was going in all directions and then they had to stop. Well, at Circle you basically are in a place of, of calm and starting to take stock of your life and so the whole country has been forced 
to have to take stock of itself. And it's, it's causing a lot of different reactions because everyone has different terrains are reacting in their own individual way. But the sum total of it, if you look at the big spiritual picture, the entire country is slowly now beginning its journey to uh, the connection-based terrain. And that I would agree with take, that, yes. most definitely. That journey could take decades, but at the moment where the journey begins is so powerful. And if you think about it in our own individual journey, if someone as an individual was moving from diamond to circle, which is really the head to the heart, from doing to being, from being an identity to just come showing up in service to the community, like it's disconnection to connection, making things happen rather than you know allowing things to happen, the masculine to the feminine. It's such an enormous shift in our individual journey. Often it can take something huge to happen in our life to, to really knock us out of our identity. Sometimes it's a big illness or a death in the family or a divorce or the collapse of everything we've worked on in our career. Like Often for someone to move from diamond to circle in their personal journey takes something massive to happen because it's such a huge one. And so when we see it happening on a collective scale, we have a civilization like the Western world that's been at diamond since at least the 1960s. It's a long time to have been coming from the place where we're at. And so many of the innovations that have happened and the modern technologies have all come out of Diamond and the incredibly progressive culture and the questioning of authority and the internet, all of these things have naturally emerged from Diamond. But the downside, the shadow of Diamond has been great disconnection from the heart, from community, from from the body, from the feminine and um, from the intuition. And so the process of evolution necessarily has to bring us back to the connection-based terrain eventually because that's where evolution is always moving. But to take us from diamond to circle was always going to take something massive to get us to start that first step of that journey. And Alan and I have been sort of feeling into it this year and realizing that we've been predicting for a while that at some point this would happen, but we really didn't think it would happen so quickly. And it's just dramatically obvious at this point in time where, where Spirit has pressed a giant pause button on everybody's lives and all the amount of stuff that's been triggered within people in their individual journeys, regardless of which terrain they're at, um, as a collective is really the beginning of that journey from disconnection to connection. How is the, the Ten Terrains model different from some of the other uh, things like Meyer Briggs and uh, Star Signs? Well, if you think about it, we all come into this life with, with our personality type and with our body type and our body shape and our horoscope and our human design and things that, think, things that we come in with at birth that don't really change. Um, but your terrain is actually something that can change. It's your relationship to reality. It's, it's the point you're at in your journey. It's, it's actually closer to your age. Like You could be a blonde, three Enneagram, ENFP, Myers-Briggs at the age of 12, or you could be that at the age of 45. It's the same with your terrain. You can be you know, a brunette who's an ENTJ in the Myers-Briggs and you're a manifester in the human design and you're a Virgo, but you'll be all those things at square, but you'll be all those things at diamond if you shift to diamond, but you'll embody them differently. So you'll take your personality type and, your, and everything that you've come into this world with and, and you'll express that differently at each terrain. Like if you look at someone who's a Virgo at Diamond and who's a Virgo at Circle, they'll, they'll be showing up slightly differently because of where they're at in their journey. But their essential nature doesn't change. And we could say that the terrains really cross lifetimes where these other systems are more behavioral and uh, basically come in with the, with the temporality of the life and attached to the ego or, or sort of fixed with the journey in this lifetime. Terrains actually can span lifetimes because you basically pick up where you left off. So how you were holding yourself in a previous life, that's going to be close to how you're coming in in this life. 
uh, to start up again because, again, it's all we're immortal, we're infinite, and it's all a journey back to self with a capital S. And so we take as many lifetimes as that journey takes, and that journey across lifetimes is this, across this continuum. Okay, we're going to go to the phone lines. Uh, well, actually, I think she hung up. Um, we had a couple callers. I was going to go to the phone lines and take that call. We're going to take a little quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with our guest tonight. OhmGiftStore.com, your inspirational, spiritual, metaphysical, holistic, and religious online gift store. We offer a full array of metaphysical products, psychic and mediumship readings, books, pendulums, divination tools, sage, palo santo, crystals, tarot cards, and more. All spiritual paths welcome. Phone readings available. There is no place like Ohm. OhmGiftStore.com. 850-941-4321. Okay, uh, so we're back with our guests tonight, um, and they're talking about Ten Trains of Consciousness, uh, Alan, David Reed, and Tony Wolf. Uh, we're going to continue the conversation so we can get more information about that, but feel free to check out their website um, if you'd like to purchase the books or get more information, and definitely take the quiz at 10terrains.com. And that, again, will be in the description of this show. Um, and it is spelled out 10, T-E-N, terrains, T-E-R-R-A-I-N-S.com. Okay, guys? All right, so let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, personal growth, spirituality, relationships, health, money and business, technology, political, politics and current events, and pop culture. Why um, did you choose to make those uh, kind of subjects of, uh, how are they subjects of the Tintorains? I guess we can talk about each one individually, but how does your, well, we've kind of discussed how the personal growth, but how has your spirituality um, changed or affected by the, by the Tintorains? Well, we, we are really coming from a place um, of separation oftentimes, to who we already are, and the the great mysteries and the great lessons and the great uh, teachers have all been telling us that we are already this individual indivisible consciousness. We are. I am that I am. You you get this told to you, but the journey spiritually is really embodying and knowing what that means for yourself, so that you get that in yourself. And it's not just a concept; it's something that you actually then witness and you can then step back and see from yourself how you're witnessing and creating and because you are at that point and, and at every point truly creating your reality you're able to see how you're holding your energy how you're holding your uh, intentions and, and how you're creating your life how your life is showing up as you said in the beginning in the mirror when you look at yourself and essentially, the ten terrains really they're sitting along a continuum or a spectrum that moves from separation to unity. So as someone's moving along this continuum, as they're growing and evolving under decades and lifetimes or years, however long they take, everybody's journey is different. As a person or, or or a civilization is moving along this continuum, their awareness is slowly expanding a little bit by a little bit by a little bit from outer to inner, from victimhood to self-responsibility from disempowerment 
to empowerment, from ego to service, from isolation to I am, from illusion to truth, from control to surrender, and really, ultimately, from fear to love. And everybody you know, who really deeply into their spiritual journey recognizes this within themselves, that their journey has been to go from uh, separation to unity and from fear to love. And so that's really what we're mapping. So we can explain it to people without referencing spirituality in terms of you know, how people see the world. But if someone's on a spiritual journey, that when they read our books, they'll realize that we really actually are mapping humanity's spiritual journey here. And let's talk relationships. We kind of hinted to that before, uh, how that you can go to tenterrains.com and take the quiz to find out what level or what terrain you're at. Um, see if your partner will take the same quiz to see what level they're at. Um, is it necessary that a person be at the same terrain? It's really not. Um, it, it, it actually depends on the terrains of the two parties because the first six terrains, particle, radial, pyramid, square, diamond, circle are what we call single truth terrains. And so when someone is at one of those terrains, it's a lot harder for them to be in acceptance and non-judgment of someone else who's at a very different place to them. The final four terrains, spiral, torrid, infinity, noticing, are multiple truth terrains. Someone at those terrains really is past the point of judging others. And they're very comfortable with being around people at a very different place than they are. So if one of the parties is at spiral and the other one is at diamond or circle or square, the relationship will probably be very harmonious because not, there's not going to be that much friction. But if, if both of the parties are at a single truth terrain, like one's at square and one's at diamond, or one's at circle and one's at square, or one's at diamond and one's at circle, then it can be very challenging because each party doesn't understand why the other one is at such a different place and doesn't see the world the same way as them. So this kind of information can be incredibly helpful for people who are in that, who are in that situation. Obviously, um, it's easier if you're both at the same terrain, but it's not a guarantee because everybody's journey is different. So one person in the relationship might change terrain, they may grow and evolve, and they might move from diamond to verbal, and the other one might stay at diamonds in the next 20 years. So even if you choose someone at the same terrain as you, that may not be the case for the rest of your marriage. So it's really important to understand this stuff and so that we can support each other wherever we're at and understand wherever the other person's at have a lot of passion and understand them, be able to support them and cheer them on without expecting the other person's journey to look like our journey. Because no two people are going to have the same journey. And one of the really big things to really understand with the ten terrains is that they're not levels. No one is saying that one is better than the other. They're just different ways of seeing the world. It's like someone's got purple glasses on and someone's got red glasses on. But they're not better than each other. They're just at a different place in their journey. They're just seeing the world differently. And once we really get that, we can really have harmony, passion, empathy, and just get along so much better with the people in our lives. Well, when we see the different places people are at, there's, there's language. There's very discreet words and memetics and phrases that each terrain is using to identify and understand itself. So by knowing your partner's terrain, you can, get, you can learn the language that that terrain speaks so that you can then communicate in a way that they can hear you and they will feel gotten, they will feel heard, they will, they will feel that you really do have empathy for them. When you're speaking from a different terrain in the language of, of your terrain, they're not going to necessarily feel uh, that you are communicating to them. So communication in relationships is the key to success. And this will give you the language and the framework to be able to communicate in a way that you never have been able to before. Guys, that sounds great, especially uh, I think that this would definitely help with a lot of 
uh, relationships, business relationships, uh, friendships, family, um, possibly could probably substitute some marriage counseling for some of you guys out there. Um, go to tenderings.com, get this book, take this quiz, um, and see where you are. See where you need to go. See where your spouse or relationship or business partner. I think it's very good to be able to see where where they are so that, like you said, you can effectively communicate. Um, and how does health, I mean, we have a lot of people struggling with COVID, you mentioned, and, you know, we have a lot of, a lot of people suffering with illness, disease, or disease in their life. Um, how does, uh, you know, the, how, how does the terrain affect health, and should someone use a terrain to decide maybe, you know, if I should see this doctor or that doctor to make the best decision for their, their healing methods? Well, absolutely. Every terrain really has its own body of healing modalities because every terrain is reflecting and, re and referencing the body from a different place. Uh, at the more expanded terrains, it's more energetic. At the more contracted terrains, it's more um, molecular, chemical. So at the order-based terrain square, you're definitely going to be in relationship with an authority, a doctor, someone that is prescribing the best approach for you, and that's where you're going to give um, and achieve your best healing by working with someone who you trust in that sense. As you expand to the reflection-based terrain diamond, you're actually starting to look at yourself more uh, individually and seeing what you might want to be doing. You're starting to work with mental processes. Uh, you're hacking your health using some of the, the current terms being used. But you're, you're very much moving to where you're taking on the role of the doctor and starting to work, you know, in that sense, becoming more uh, self-healing, self-responsible. At the connection-based terrain circle, you're again coming back more to a natural process because you're connecting more into with nature. You're working more with herbs, plants, um, sitting out breathing, sitting along creeks. So there's a, a different um, uh, relationship. You're coming more into your feelings and your emotions, and you're, you're actually looking at how that's all contributing because as you expand across, these, across the continuum of these terrains, you're becoming more and more self-responsible for having created any illness that's, that's occurring. So this is... Um, uh, really important to understand, uh, knowing where you're at, to know what's the appropriate uh, way to, to work uh, for your health, for your best health. And at the coherence-based terrain spiral, you're really working, as many of your listeners probably are, energetically. So you'd be working with sound healing or light healing and uh, working with uh, tuning forks perhaps or working with... Uh, uh, you know, other modalities that are vibrational, but you're also really more about taking responsibility and looking at the lessons and why you you have this occur in the first place. And so it's important because if you if you it's like a, a misprescription. If you were to try and give someone at square energy medicine, they're they're gonna their belief system's gonna reject it and it's actually going to have a, a negative effect. And then the same thing if someone's very expanded uh, to give them some of the uh, pharmaceutical remedies that, that a doctor at Square might prescribe would actually be very uh, detrimental to your health. So you have to know where you're at to know what's the appropriate healing for you. Most definitely. And, guys, don't forget to go to tenterains.com. Uh, you can get the Introducing the Tenterains of Consciousness, Understand Yourself, Other 
people in our world online, uh, Amazon and most bookstores. You can get it through Kindle as well, download it, and start your journey to figure out what terrain you're on and how you can change your life. Um, You can also go to their website. They have lots of online presentations, videos, articles, interviews, and more information on how you can uh, learn about the 10 terrains. Um, Let's also make sure you check out the quiz. Uh, definitely have your friends, your family. I think it's really good because I'm a serial entrepreneur, um, and if I were to get in a partnership with someone in business, I might want to see kind of where their mindset is, what terrain they're at, what their goals are, what their vision is for the business. Um, You know, who who are they going to be in maybe a couple of years? Maybe this could give me some type of roadmap. And if you're interested in having uh, either Alan or Tani uh, speak at a convention or speak with you, um, their contact information and all their media kit information is online as well. They are active on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and they have a wonderful YouTube channel with lots of information and self-help. And, guys, you know we always love free things, um, free things that can self-help you. Uh, So go to their website. There is a link for some free resources as well. Um, So let's talk about the next thing, which is money, Um, because, you know, a lot of people, um, due to COVID and other reasons, are out of work. Um, You know, how does uh, the the terrains help a person with maybe their financial woes and help them um, maybe change that? Um, in some way. Erica, before I ask that, I just want to reference something you just said, which was really beautiful and powerful about being an entrepreneur and really wanting to understand the people you're working with. I just wanted to add to that that it's also really powerful to understand the terrain of your audience or your clients. So if you're an entrepreneur and you know, you're marketing a particular product, or maybe it's a very alternative product, but you're marketing it to an audience that's at the order-based terrain square, they may not get the value of your product, so you might have to change the wording of it or, or explain it in terms that that terrain could understand. Or you might want to retarget to a different market that really, really resonates naturally with the terrain that you're coming from. And we found in, in business that if the terrain of the entrepreneur matches the terrain of the audience and that matches the terrain of the product, then things flow really easily. You don't really even have to put much energy into marketing because those people will be naturally drawn to you just by the energetic resonance. And you're not having to overcome all this resistance of the fact that the terrains aren't matching. So just wanted to throw that in because I heard how interested you are in entrepreneurial stuff. Yeah, there are a lot of businesses. I mean, there are people that spend all this money uh, getting marketing people to help find their audience. And what she's just saying, you could spend, you know, probably twenty nine or nine ninety nine with Kindle, do the same thing, um, have it for other resources. You know, not just for business, for relationships. Um, you know, we've got a lot of holidays coming uh, together now, Thanksgiving and whatnot. People have gone through different emotional, spiritual crises, um, and you're going to be interacting with these family members with your own personal fear, with COVID being one of the issues too, um, and how to find out where you are so that you can understand maybe how to effectively communicate with that family and be uh, kind and empathic and understanding to where they may be. Um, I think that's really interesting, too. And you can look at it, you know, we look at counseling 
as sometimes being inconvenient for people that are working and, and, and families and, and sometimes, you know, the self-help that we might need that uh, comes from trying to shift our consciousness and kind of change some of our habits and, uh, you know, just belief systems. So here is a book with a lot of different resources to kind of identify where you are to help you kind of, uh, like she said, there is no, it's not a hierarchy where one is better than the other wherever your place is. It's all about the growth, the continual growth. So even if you're, you know, at the pyramid diamond where you're having issues with your wheel and you're wanting to evolve more spiritually and socially and financially, um, you know, all of these different terrains are there to assist you in doing that. So, um, you know, when we look at money right now, like I said, there's just a lot of people going through financial woes. And so I guess this could help them in a lot of ways, maybe shift shifting how they um, find jobs, you know, because a lot of times like, I'll meet people and they'll say, well, I'm working at a job and I don't like working here, but I need it for money. Could the 10 terrains also help you find maybe a better type of employment that would be more suited to who you are and where you are at this particular place in your terrain? Uh, yes, I would agree completely. What we have to look at is a, is a historical context here. Uh, we've, we've come out of an industrial revolution, which basically is at the order-based terrain square, and these institutions created jobs for everybody, and, and that's how we all lived and worked and uh, survived. And those institutions are shrinking, and we're, as, as a civilization and as a collective, expanding now, and we are at Diamond, and we are, many of us, moving and expanding beyond uh, to circle and spiral. And so what I'm really encouraging everybody to take a look at is what is your unique gift? What is unique about you? What is the song you came here to sing, if you will? And it's really in this time about, in effect, making your own job or really looking, rather than just going to apply for a job at a fast food restaurant because that's all you can think to do, it's about really in this time, it's calling us, again, this whole spiritual evolution is calling us into being creative and looking at ourselves more deeply and what we have to really bring and what makes our heart happy and sing and what we would do without getting tired. And, and each of these are going to fit somewhere in amongst these terrains. And so by knowing that about yourself, you can start to become more selective in where you look. You can start to match where you seek a job if that's what you're looking to do with, with where you're resonating. Or, as you've indicated, being an entrepreneur, you can really start, and I think in this time, it's really calling us to basically create our own job. Uh, there's infinite possibilities, there's infinite opportunities, and we just have to start to step into our own power, and that's what Spirit's calling us to do, is rather than look to get something from someone else, make it for ourselves, step into our power, be creative, be a creator, and uh, flourish and thrive. But at the same time, I would say everything Alan has just said is kind of like the core of diamond, the reflection-based terrain. Like what he just said will sing to the hearts of people listening who are at that terrain because it's all about forging your own path and creating your own identity and building your own life. If someone is listening to that at the order-based terrain square, that might make them feel really terrified. And so we need to have a lot of compassion for where people are actually at. So if someone is square in their journey, they're actually needing to be part of the system and they will need to find a job where they can feel secure in a long-term basis. 
that can afford them a feeling that they're part of something that already exists and they're contributing to society and maybe that they have a long-term future that's financially secure. Someone at Diamond doesn't need that because at Diamond we're all about financial freedom and financial independence and creating our own, our own freedom. But it's where someone's not at that point in their journey that actually need financial security. And so it's really important, and this is one of the biggest clashes on the planet at the moment because of the number of people, you will know a lot of people at Square and you'll know a lot of people at Diamond. And often there's a generational clash here. The parents are at Square, the children are at Diamond, the parents want the kids to have a stable job, the kid wants to go and do his own thing, and they don't understand that they're actually seeing the world from a completely different place through a completely different pair of glasses. So it's just really important to understand this stuff, especially when we're talking about something which has so much charge as money and has so much fear around it as money, especially in times like this where the economy is so unstable. Because people at each terrain are going to have a very different approach to this. We've only talked about square and diamond. All ten terrains have a very different approach to money. As you were saying that, I was kind of thinking about uh, John Robbins. You know, his uh, father owned Baskin Robbins, and he wanted him to have the stability of having Baskin Robbins. And he kind of went out on his own and wrote, you know, books and became an author and, you know, changed how America ate with the Diet for America, the new America. Um, so I, I think that you're correct that if someone is in square, their parents are in square, it's possibly because, you know, they want that stability. But, you know, as you all both mentioned, you can be at one terrain and still work toward another one. So if I do have some of you guys out there that, you know, are maybe working a nine-to-five because you need to pay the bills, but it is your dream uh, to be self-employed or to have a side business. Um, what they're saying is, you know, some of some of that soul and that spirit is in, you know, maybe going to the diamond um, at some point. Um, but, you know, don't worry if you can't go there right now, um, as she said. Do what, what is going to keep you stable, but don't give up on that. You know, these resources are very uh, – Good because it gives you just I think a map like like she says it kind of gives you a road map or uh, a terrain to kind of follow. Um, so let's talk a little bit about uh, movies because this would be fun. Um, are there any famous movie characters that are in each terrain? Or some examples of them? Music artists, actors. Yeah. There definitely are. One of my favorite things to do is make videos about movies and books and stuff because I'm really interested in, in art and culture. And there's some uh, videos on our YouTube channel. I did one about Game of Thrones because it's so different from most fantasy genre because most fantasy genre like Lord of the Rings comes from Square and you see the evil Voldemort is at Pyramid and you see Sauron is at Pyramid. But when you watch Game of Thrones, all the characters are at Pyramid and, and they're not all combining together to fight this big evil. They're all, you know, they're all like fighting amongst each other for power. And, and, so it's, just, it's, it's a totally different terrain. So I really love this stuff. So I can give you a few examples. So, um, well, I've just told you some of the big evil characters in most square movies are going to be from Pyramid. So you'll have things like Voldemort and Sauron and stuff. I, I think in terms of square characters, if you wanted to look at Lord of the Rings, characters like the Hobbits, you know, the everyday man who, who just overcomes their fears and goes and tries to save the world. That's a really classic square character. Um, Aragorn, Harry Potter and his friends, that's a very square book. All the heroes in that book are at square and the evil guys are all at pyramids. Um, in terms of Diamond, 
uh, in the current world that we're at with Netflix, a lot of the stuff we're seeing in Netflix is coming from Diamond. There's a lot about artificial intelligence and pushing the envelope of, of human minds and our thinking. And there's lots of stuff about gender fluidity and choosing our own identities and freedom and personal path, striking our own path. But I think the classic Diamond character in movies is, if anyone's seen that wonderful movie from, I think it was the 90s or the 80s, Dead Poet Society, and Robin Williams' character when he's like, Seize the day, forge your own path, carpe diem. That's a really classic diamond character. I'd say that Neo in The Matrix is also a classic diamond character, but he has an expanded awareness. He's like toroid aware, but he's actually at diamond. Um, and in terms of circle, I think the best example of circle in movies is in the movie Avatar. That civilization that we see there, the Navi, they're at circle. They're all very deeply connected to the heart tree and to each other and you know, their hair goes into the horse's mane and they become one and they can read each other's minds. And I take some of the elvish characters in Lord of the Rings. And so that's a really good overview of sort of characters. And then in, mu in, in music, I'd say a lot of like movie, music, say like Elvis or country music or more mainstream music is a square. If you want to think of diamond music, think of David Bowie or Prince, you know, these, these really gender bending, find their own identity, totally original thinking musicians. Some of them came out in the 80s. Um, and then Circle, th there's a lot of um, alternative musicians at Circle, and not so many ones that go mainstream airplay, but if you even think of John Lennon in his later days, the music that he wrote, Let It Be, All You Need Is Love, they're really, they're really expressing the connection-based terrain. I, I suspect John Lennon was at Circle in those years. Those are some yeah, great analogies, really great analogies. I think that helps people kind of clearly see the terrains a little bit easier. And again, there are more videos um, where she'll discuss that in detail. Um, they're free stuff, they're books. Uh, they can break down the terrains a little bit easier for you if you go to about or the terrains and then it breaks it down uh, visually. Most of us are very visual, so we need to see it, uh, touch it and feel it. So go get that book. You can get it from Amazon. You can get it directly from their site. Um, and probably where all great books online are sold. Um, so are there any things that are coming up for you guys that you want to uh, tell us about right quick? Um, well, we're um, excited about a community that we're forming as, as you take the quiz and uh, join in with us. Uh, we'll be preparing a, a community environment online so that you can meet people at your terrain around the world. And this is, uh, I think, going to be a, a tremendous resource for letting you see how others like your, are like yourself and, and to collaborate. Uh, also, just to make the point about uh, when you get your report after taking your quiz, we do have a free little booklet uh, on famous people in history that uh, would help you to understand the terrains by seeing all the different famous people in, in history through movies and, and uh, other uh, political events. So that's just a, a, an offer that we have. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're, we're bringing out material all the time, so certainly get involved and uh, we'll be uh, keeping you in touch with what we're doing. Guys, check and it I out. Just definitely say, subscribe to the website. Uh, the, uh, the like page and the YouTube is what I wanted to say so that you can keep up with um, what they're doing and the different videos they put out. And, and you, Tawny? I was just going to say that I would love to leave the listeners with this message that wherever you're at in your terrain at the moment is, is okay. Like they're all equally valued. 
from the perspective of the infinite intelligence, they're all playing an equally important part in creating the collective tapestry of humanity. So wherever you're at, embrace it, enjoy it, learn the lessons that you're needing to learn, have those experiences, have compassion for other people and where they're at, because we're all equally humble before this infinite intelligence is designing everything, and we all have an equally important part to play. So I really just want to encourage everyone to accept where you're at, go with it, um, and have compassion for yourself and for other people. I couldn't have said that better. Thank you guys for being my guest tonight at Whispers from the Heart Radio. Um, please go to their website again, tenterains.com, and give them a, a probably a contact us and definitely let them know that you enjoyed listening to them on the show. Also, take the quiz, guys. Share the quiz with friends. Um, you know, we have a lot of people that are trying to discover who they are right now especially a lot of people in solitude that are having to look in the mirror and really see, see where they are right now, how they're going to be financially. Um, you know, maybe relationships are kind of shaking. You know, you've got the children at home and you're unsure about whether they should be at school or not. You know, just a lot of different things might be going on in your financial, emotional, spiritual, and soul world right now. So take this quiz and see how... Possibly these terrains of consciousness could help you co-create your world and your reality and make some changes that are going to be better for you as an individual, um, better for you and who you interact with, better for you and your businesses, your jobs, your relationships, um, your relationships with families, um, just all aspects of your life. Um, it feels like these terrains of consciousness will help you understand yourself, understand other people, understand the world. And the word that I kept hearing so much in this interview was compassion and understanding and empathy and love. And all of those words we aspire to do. So go to tinterains.com and check out the website and get the free stuff, order the book, take the quiz, guys. Thank you both for being on the show tonight. God bless. Well, well, thank, thank you, Erica. Thank you, Erica. Really great speaking with you. <laughs> All right, guys. Good night. And again, go to the website, take the quiz, take the quiz, take the quiz. Good night, guys. Good night, Erica. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.